Hey, welcome to the Moving Forward podcast. So we're going to talk today about uh, uh, why Bernie Sanders lost. There seems to be a lot of uh, misconceptions about it. Rio brought some data. Everyone is super shocked about that. And that is a joke. We have uh, uh, Sanders derangement syndrome. Well, no, we don't. Let's not get crazy. We don't at all. My dear, dear friend Rio legitimately does. Uh, But that's okay. Uh, Or at least will be once we stop talking about it forever. Um, Yeah, no, like, so we were talking a little bit in off uh, off air. And we might include some of that in the outtake. But the fact that, you know, especially running hashtag copy, like literally every kind of Democrat watches that show, right? Um, and the reason that no Trump supporters watch that show is because I kick them the fuck out of there the second they show up uh, aggressively. And I would say I probably know around 50 to 75 people personally who I've had, you know, in person or, you know, many one-to-one conversations with over the last couple of years that are Bernie Sanders supporters. Um, I know around 10 that are pulling the, I am a complete fucking idiot who isn't going to vote or vote third party or write it right in their name out of that swath. Everybody else is, are you seriously going to make me fucking vote for Biden? I'm like, yeah, I feel exactly the same fucking way. However, yada, 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 right? Like this is, this is where we live. Um, so I just wanted to say like the, the vast majority of Bernie Sanders supporters that I know, and I believe that exist, um, like 75 to 85% are going to vote for Biden. Um, you know, are they going to volunteer for him? Maybe not. Um, but I think we're going to be okay. But we do have to talk about like the elephants in the room, um, which are the, the Chank Ugers and the TYT and the Anna Kasparians and the, the 20 year old kids who probably didn't get out to vote for Bernie Sanders anyway, who are like up in arms saying, Oh, there's no way I'm ever going to vote. Fuck you. Now you're going to see DNC. Cause you know, they're, they, they've been trained like a bunch of dumb little parrots. Like I, I don't, I don't, I think we would be remiss if we didn't, at, you know, at least touch on that. I've, I've, I've I want to bring the data. I want to bring the data. <laughs> okay. Apparently we can talk about that. That's fine. I mean, also <laughs> like the, the, I'm at the point now, like watching this whenever you say it's fine, it actually means it's not fine, but it's no, 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 I'm not. No, that that's not actually accurate in this case. Um, And honestly, like I would, I would say probably not even 50%. Sometimes I could be (laughs) passive aggressive. That's real. I'll just own that right now. Um, So like, I'm getting to the point now where, and again, it's the squeaky wheels, right? Like the, the vast majority of people that I know that supported Bernie Sanders Mm -hmm. are, are quietly on board now. Right. Um, but if you look at Twitter and Facebook, it looks like only rabid psychos whoever supported Bernie Sanders are now saying they're not going to vote. Right. That's that's true. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm actually also kind of looking at this, not just as how do we get people on board, Mm -hmm. but, um, I want to put out there a narrative about how he actually lost to counter all of the conspiracy theories that are definitely coming down. No, That's, that's necessary. (laughs) Like, that's the thing. Like, you would be you would be very proud of me if you saw a few. Now, granted, like the two or three times that I reacted like this on Facebook are among twenty times that I had written out a response and deleted it. Something that wow. my dear friend Rio should fucking learn. Like, yeah, I, 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 I write actually, out your rage tweet. What I started before, doing on Twitter is I write it out. I, yeah. I tweet it out, 
and then I delete it when I regret it like an hour later. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take it. But there, there is a couple comments that, that I made that I know you would have loved. It's like there's some of the rabid like, oh, you're going to see now means like, we told you we're not going to fucking vote now. I'm like, what? You didn't vote the first time. Otherwise, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders would have won. Like the best thing about you guys is you didn't vote in the first place. So thanks for that. Yeah. Um, they were not excited about that. Especially influential people. Yeah. And we're all influential with some people, you know, um, if they have a responsibility to not say things that are going to help Trump get elected. And when you say like, oh, don't even bother. Biden's going to lose no matter what, you know, yeah. I'm not going to vote for him. Like every time you do that, you influence somebody else and you're just helping to elect a literal fascist. It, it, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I've been going after Cenk Uger like, like it's my job. Because he, he's sort of partying into this 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 whole, you know, you're you guys are totally gonna see what's gonna happen now. We fucking told you you should have picked somebody else or whatever. But like Democrats, which we all tacitly are, pick someone that isn't your candidate, and you're acting like a fucking spoiled five year old. Like that. Like you run. He's bragging about having 50 million views, and like they did a scientific poll of his 50 million viewers who don't fucking vote. Right. But at the same time, like it's partially, not partially, largely because of the way that they're covering it at TYT. Yeah. That is constantly like the DNC is always evil. All, I mean, all, honestly, and by extension, all not, Democrats are evil. Yeah, no, if they're not being directly funded by, you know, the Koch brothers, then they should be. Agreed. <laughs> I mean, Agreed. They, I, the Trump campaign should be throwing money their way like it's Christmas, man. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> It's just, I totally agree. Like they, they, they could absolutely, you know, and they hate when you do this, and I would too, because cognitive dissonance is hard. But like the 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 idea that um, you could basically just like be like TYT itself could be what swings this election. Like that could be like the the third party voters that I rail at all the time. And yes, it is your fucking fault. Period. Right. The number of people who voted for Jill Stein for their own conscience, whatever the fuck that means in swing states literally would have given Clinton by a landslide the, the wins, not a landslide, but enough. It, uh, like it's almost double what was needed to win in, uh, in the swing states. So take responsibility. It's fucking on you. Is it on all the Trump voters too? Of course it is, but they're completely, totally stupid. You were smart enough to vote for Jill Stein because you really, really like her policies, not realizing that you're not going to get a fucking thing you want. And now we have a fascist for a president. So that's on you, right? Cause I expect more from you. Sadly. Yeah. But the problem now is that TYT has gone full rabid. They've gone completely and totally disingenuous. They lied through their fucking teeth about Andrew Yang over and over and over and over again. They're a one candidate outfit that totally thought they were going to win. And now they're, they like didn't even get close this time. Like not even remotely close. And the way that they framed it and the way that Bernie Sanders framed it as the DNCs are the outsiders, the DNC is out to get you and fucking all this bullshit could very easily cost us an election against the fascists who should be easy to beat. Literally verbatim, exactly the same as Donald Trump's propaganda talking points. Yep. Yeah. He uses them all the time now. Yeah. Like, like if you'd, if you'd have taken and edited it for grammar, cause Donald Trump is a fucking idiot. If you edited it for grammar that his like, Oh, the Elizabeth Warren fucking, you know, trying to split the base or whatever. Cenk Uger could have tweeted that out. The grammar thing is 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 quite accurate. I have to say that's funny. I I uh, when I was in LA for the women's march, um, and there were so many people packed in there that the march couldn't happen, right? It, because like the place the place at which it started and the place at which it ended was jam packed with human beings' bodies the whole way. 
Wow. Yeah. Um, and people were just like, why hasn't this started yet? And then they were like, they just announced it's over now. <laughs> but on, <laughs> but you know what? On, on cameras, like helicopter level cameras, it looked incredible because it looked like there was this march of bodies that were so jam-packed together you couldn't move, which is what it was. It's just yeah. that in, fact, in reality, nobody actually got to march. <laughs> yeah, they got to collect. I did not see a single sign with a grammatical error or a misspelled word. Not one. I did see like, like super sophisticated jokes that were like bilingual puns making reference to obscure artists. <laughs> there was definitely like uh, um, Ceci de Pazum President <laughs> with uh, a pipe and, and Trump's like orange head popping out of it. Wow. Um, so there's that kind of stuff. But it's nothing. It's nothing like a Trump rally where every other sign is misspelled. It, 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 no, I think the reason they're so threatened by Mexican immigrants is because they're worried they speak English better than them. Justifiably. <laughs> I I, uh, I I know a Mexican immigrant who speaks English better than the average Trump voter. Like, one hundred percent. No. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just a thing. All right. Okay. So obviously we're still in, we're still technically in the primary. Um, Sanders lost South Carolina massively and then went on to lose Super Tuesday in a pretty big way. I mean, I think it's fair to say he was just trounced, but he did start out with the first, doing fairly well in the first three states. It'll be interesting to see what the final um, data for this election ends up being, but we, we do have very solid data on um, on why he lost 2016, and we know enough based on on um, insufficient data about how Biden compares to last time around. And the the quick the the long and short of it is um, Biden defeated Sanders in all the same demographics that Clinton defeated Sanders, but also one other demographic, which was um, rural voters. Um, leaving Sanders with really the only, the only demographic that he won was young people. Um, it, we don't really, we, with Biden, we don't know how this compares yet, but with Clinton, um, even ideology wasn't actually a, a difference. Um, people who considered themselves very far left or moderate were pretty evenly split between the two of them in 2016, believe it or not. Um, and so in 2016, uh, and I'm actually about to say the actual numbers, so you guys know I'm not just bullshitting. But in, tw in 2016, um, Clinton um, won urban voters, she won black people, and she won older voters, and she won people who are registered as Democrats by a really wide margin. So people who are saying, you know, um, most Democrats agree with Sanders. Well, that might be true about one or two policy issues, but in terms of how they actually voted and who they wanted to be their nominee, it's not true at all. Like not even a little bit true. Yeah. Um, and I, 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 based on all everything we've seen so far about Biden versus Sanders, it looks like all of that is true again, um, except that Biden is also winning rural voters. And we can speculate about why rural voters would be more comfortable voting for a white guy rather than a woman. Um, but I'm just going to let people fill that in for themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the racist misogynists as a rule. Well, Cl Cl Clinton's, Clinton's not a, I guess he's also white. So, but okay. Um, 
Yeah, we're so like so in 2016, Hillary Clinton had 15 million 500,000 votes total. Bernie Sanders had 11 million 800,000, almost 900,000 votes. Um, so millions and millions of fewer votes, and that was going all the way to the end. And it was much closer than um, than the Biden Sanders run. Would you agree with that, Corey? Yeah, hundred um, percent. Among African Americans, Clinton won 70. Six percent against Sanders. Whites were evenly divided, about 50-50. That's going to be the case again with Biden, based on the data we've seen so far. Would well, and, and South Carolina, like, and yeah, South Carolina. You, if you go, if you go back, especially if you go back to 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 listen to some of the hashtag coffees that I was doing then, like, I was telling everyone, Biden's not a thing. He's fucking terrible at this. Don't worry about it. Right. And South Carolina came and I had to like make a pie out of all of those words and eat that shit for breakfast. <laughs> Cause that's the thing. And this is the thing, like, like he sort of like disappears for a little while. He's clearly got an amazing team. And when he needs to win, he just does. Right. And his, his instincts after South Carolina, Hey, uh, fricking Beto, you're probably going to drop out, but to, so we can knit the party together. What part of your policy platform can we agree on? Where can we create consensus to, uh, uh, to, to, to build some stuff moving forward. Uh, and then he goes to Amy Klobuchar and does the same thing. And then he goes to Elizabeth Warren and he does the same thing. And he goes to freaking uh, Kamala Harris and he does it. Biden is out there. Like, no matter what you say about fucking senility, which I think is bullshit, and, you know, all this, the, the, the stuff where, you know, he's got some sensibilities that are from the 70s, which is problematic, you know, woke, fucking fine, right? But here's what he did. He went out and he created consensus positions and created a coalition of Democrats. That's all I fucking want, because that's how he, we win. He talked to people who are, you know, allies in his own party as if they're on the same team. What a fucking weird idea. Like, Rio, seriously, I think we should probably have him arrested. That is too reasonable. Like, what the but, hell? I mean, yes, exactly. So, so w- there were people who were reaching out to Sanders and there, there are lots of, of uh, firsthand accounts of this happening. There were people who were reaching out to Sanders and saying, hey, we're thinking about endorsing you. Could we have a conversation about, you know, like what we're going to get out of that? And he refused to do it. He wouldn't engage yep. because he probably thinks that that's selling out. No, it isn't. That's coalition building. Crazy. That You're is trying to run. That is how democracy works. And, yep. and he has undemocratic instincts. And that's what well, I like. Yeah. It took, it took a while for me to, to start seeing, I guess, to see examples from politicians that I actually respect, because there are a lot of ones that, that uh, quite frankly, have provably sold out, and I'm not really that interested in what they have to say in a granular way. Uh, but, like, the, oh, so many people came out and said, like, honestly, he's really hard to talk to, he's really hard to work with, mm-hmm. right? And notice, like, the number of bills that he's co-sponsored with people is, like, two in eight million years. So, you know, but it was hard for me to internalize that as a Bernie Sanders supporter. Like, what are you talking about? The fucking bird landed on the thing. Right. I mean, ima- imagine, imagine you're a business person, right? And your competitor is going around and actually working out deals with vendors, right? Where both sides benefit. That's what it means to, you know, negotiate, right? Yep. Work out a deal where both sides benefit so that they are motivated to choose you and not your competitor. But meanwhile, you're just saying, no, nope, they should come to me because I was chosen by God as like the only guy who's allowed to make money on pizza. That's not going to work. <laughs> That's Bernie Sanders. I'm sorry. Like, well, it's not even is- necessarily about ideology. He's just a really bad politician. I get, like in Vermont, he gets reelected, right? 
He has good, uh, he has likability numbers. Um, but so did Yang. And he didn't, it didn't translate into anything like a win. You have to play the game. You have to build a coalition. You have to get the right people to endorse you. He didn't even try. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like, we, we might all want politics to be different. Like, I, like you know, for, for, to have a political system where somebody like Yang not only gets visibility, but like just gets fucking elected out of the blue for president of the United States. I would love that. We don't live there, right? We live in a place where, where politics can get super messy and you absolutely do require to make uh, those things. There's people working in this, uh, I don't want to call it industry, but like in, in, this, in this job, in this, you know, you call it game, you call it whatever the fuck you want. And, and it creates an institutional memory. It, it creates, yeah. you know, tribal definitions, and honestly, it doesn't matter if we think there should be tribal definitions or not. There just are. That's a thing that exists, right? If you're, if you're, there's a reason why he, Bernie, finally just said, "Hey, we need to send representatives to the DNC to help them build the thing." And for the record, they, the DNC asked him to be a part of that, right? Yeah. To make the new rules for this primary, because the, even the people of the DNC who's constantly railing against those people, are like, no, 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 we want to try and create as reasonable of a big tent party as humanly possible. They were super good. I watched, I watched that stuff. I watched the actual meetings where they were doing that stuff in real time, they mm -hmm. were bending over backwards to try and make this work for everybody, which is why I lose my shit now every single time people just knee-jerk say, oh, the DNC did it, the DNC did it. No, they didn't, right? And I was, this, I was the guy screaming from the rooftops that they put their thumb on the scale in 2015 because they did, right? It, but like, again, even that's politics. I got mad about that or whatever, but they tried to fix it. Well, and also, I mean, I'm sorry, but like having a preference for somebody who's a team player over someone who isn't is a perfectly reasonable thing that an right. organization is allowed to do. If somebody applied to, you know, work for the organization that I help run and the entire time that they were applying, they just talked about how we're corrupt and crooked and everything we do is wrong. Do you think I'm going to hire that person? Fuck no. Right. That's like, it, it, they, and, and they, if it, if it were an election, should they expect me to endorse them and tell people to vote for them? No way. Right. right. <laughs> but they do they, the systems involved. And this, this is where it gets dicey, right? Cause the, the mechanical systems of voting um, are not a hundred percent separated from, especially with the super delegates, right. It was even mm -hmm. worse in 2015 or whatever. The, the mechanical process of having a voting, voting situation that people can just inherently trust is mixed up with all of these human stories where, you know, people are going to have at very least an unconscious bias, right? Mm -hmm. and, and where that's totally going to come into play. So uh, I'm, I'm a little bit sympathetic to people like wanting that to be a natural thing, but everyone should remember like they don't, they, you know, five minutes ago, people weren't voting on who the nominee, nominee was going to be. They were just doing it in back rooms. So it's already more democratic. And, and because Bernie Sanders came in as an outsider and really, like, was, was, was caustic now, I mean, lost out, but, like, you know, uh, uh, kind of warning with the party, I believe that it's made it more resilient and better, whether people agree with that statement now or not. Like, I've watched it happen in real time. So it's becoming this thing that I think is becoming little bit by little bit something that more people are going to be able to trust as an inherent thing, even while, like, the minority few are, are super disgruntled or, you know, complaining about it now. It's a conspiracy theory now. Like I mean, ninety-eight percent of the things they say aren't even true. They did a massive. The party did a massive rewrite of their official platform after the last primary, and this is just data. This is just like this is how the math works out. Bernie Sanders had more influence over the changes to the platform than any other person alive. Right. That was yep. a huge success of his. It was yeah, yeah. right, and that's why he did what must have been difficult for him 
and said, you know, endorsed Clinton and campaigned for her because he knew very well that his ideas, okay, so people out there who like Bernie Sanders' policies and want to see them happen, he knew they're much more likely to happen with a party that has them on their platform, right, and a president who will sign them than, than a party that doesn't and a president who won't. That's all there is to it. So if you, if you didn't vote for Hillary Clinton in 2016 and you're a Bernie Sanders supporter, you are not a real Bernie Sanders supporter. You completely betrayed him and his movement. <laughs> Corey is making an, a, 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 yep, that makes me uncomfortable, but totally true face right now. No, it doesn't make me uncomfortable at all. I hope it makes <laughs> some people uncomfortable. Um, that's just, that's just real. And he's going to do the same thing with Biden. So like, you might have your panties in a bunch now, but like, you know, pull your shorts up. Uh, All right. So know. here, here, here's, here's the number that I think is the most telling. So again, this is still <laughs> Rio's not Rio's not grinning. This at all still, this is still clinton versus sanders but again it's going to be true based on all the information limited information we have so far 100 percent bet my house that this is going to be true again with biden P- probably even more so but we'll see clinton so now we're talking about registered democrats in the democratic primary and how they voted 63.7 percent for clinton 35.5 percent for sanders so like 30 point difference. Clinton got twice as many Democrats to vote for her as Sanders did. Could yeah. that possibly have something to do with the fact that Sanders was attacking the Democratic Party in the well, Democratic it, primary? He wasn't really doing that before. Like, you know, the, the, he, was, he was going after Clinton for, for being sort of, um, you know, establishment, centrist, corporate, whatever. He wasn't actually going after the party in 2015. Not like now. Um, and back then, like, the, the whole idea that, that uh, you know, right after, um, you know, still with, with uh, uh, the financial crisis, you know, still fresh in everyone's memory, at least for me, mm-hmm. um, you know, the idea that she was giving, you know, quarter million dollar paid speeches to Goldman Sachs, that was a big deal to me, yeah. right? Because it, 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 it is very, very clear, you know, what circle she comes from. And she wasn't suggesting to me that she had any idea what it was like to live on the ground in the United States. And I still don't think she really knows. I, 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 I you know, don't care. <laughs> well, no, I, no, I get it. But that's, a, that, but I would, I would, <laughs> I would characterize Sanders's attacks of that nature <laughs> as an attack upon the party. I mean, the Clintons well, are no. like practically okay. are the democratic party, especially at that time. Uh, all right. But like it, it, I think it was, it was still, it was not attacking the party. Not to the same extent that he did this time around. That's for sure. That's that's the the important point I want to make. made extra stupid by virtue of the fact that they adopted his platform from 2015. And so how did he respond to that? He made an even more radical platform and then attacked the platform he ran on four years years ago as a sellout. What the hell? You know? So that's that's the reason why I suspect when we see the final numbers from this, this primary, which obviously isn't even completely over yet, that the, it's going to be more like 80-20 with Biden-Sanders. That's my prediction. But it's certainly not going to be – Sanders isn't going to get any more Democrats than he got last time. And so, like, let's be clear about this. Bernie Sanders is not a Democrat, and the people who support him are largely not Democrats. Right. Yep. So, okay, yeah, Sanders won. It's just the, it's the reverse of the, of the registered Democrats. So, so Clinton got twice as many – registered Democrats as Sanders. Sanders got twice as many non-Democratic voters um, as Clinton. But Democrats make up three-fourths of the Democratic primary. 
but right. So my point, my point is what it like, no matter how you fit, feel about the party, it's just not smart politics. You can't win a democratic primary running against the party. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and if, if, if he'd come with, I think if he'd come with, with, you know, a, a, an extremely well articulated, which is how he started, um, and, and educational, uh, you know, Medicare, Medicare for all kind of policy platform, right? Yeah. That again, people really dig that idea, especially if you, if, you know, if you manage to thread the needle and really educate people, like if he pushed, if he pushed the, the needle on, 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 you know, Australia's model or like, you know, figured out a way to do single payer, but have like a really, really good, uh, uh, you know, phase through, which he never did for the record. Like the whole idea that he was just going to wave his hand, even if he passed the bill he wanted to, it's six years before everyone has Medicare anyway. It's just why it wasn't even that good let alone the fact that nobody ever would have voted for it. But I think if he had done that and said, hey, I want to be the leader of the party. What a fucking weird idea. You're running for the leadership of the Democratic Party. And you could actually say, no, I want to actually lead the Democratic Party. It's a little <laughs> bit younger. We could be inspirational. We could do all these things. Like, it's exactly what Barack Obama would have fucking done, right? Right. right? He might have been vague on policy. He might have done this. He might have done that or whatever. But he's like, no, no, no. I'm, it, I, he's, he wanted to lead America, for fuck's sake. It's not right. red states and blue states. This is the United States of motherfucking America. That's yeah. a slight paraphrase, if you'll excuse me. But like trying to, you know, be the uh, the Democratic nominee of the party while telling everyone that like Democrats basically suck and having your idiot people parrot the same thing. The people like me that like literally are, you know, honestly probably more to the left than most Bernie Sanders supporters could even dream of being. And even still, I'm like, no, fuck this guy. Well, okay. Yeah, no, I mean, it just wasn't smart politics. Now, this is really interesting. And this, I think, it, it honestly is just evidence of the fact that most Americans don't know the first thing about what people's actual platforms are um, and tend to vote for other reasons, like they like them or trust them or they, like, they think they're handsome or pretty or whatever, right? But um, so when they asked um, voters in tw the 2016, um, Clinton versus Sanders, or I guess 2015, 2016, um, whether they considered themselves moderate or part of the, the progressive left wing of the party. Um, among moderate, moderates, Clinton won handily. Among the progressive left wing of the party, it was a 50-50 split. So he didn't even win the people who align with him ideologically. That's interesting, I thought. You know, I, I, I don't know what that no, it is. I don't think that's necessarily a failure of if Sanders is, I think that's just a symptom of the fact that people don't know policy. <laughs> but at the same time, though, like the the that's a kind of a loose statement, right? Like politically or ideologically uh, uh, aligned or what have you. But almost no one running didn't have some kind of variation on a Medicare for all public option, right? Oh, this time around, you mean? This time around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just talking about Clinton versus Sanders. So oh, okay. I just thought that was interesting. And so, so when I said Sanders won two groups against Clinton, young people and rural voters, that's, that means he, he didn't even win um, progressive voters against Clinton. So people who say that, like, you know, he's a champion of the progressives might be correct on policy, maybe. That's also debatable, depending on, because, like, I wouldn't personally characterize his policies as progressive in most cases. But... Um, when it turns, comes down to actually vote, they weren't even voting. They weren't even voting for him. So there's that. But, Cl but Clinton did handily win the moderate vote, 60% to 37%. The, uh, among the progressives, it was 49.8% for Clinton. All right. Um, now, the age difference of is really, really big, right? So Sanders won 70% of people under 30. 
and Clinton won 70% of people over 65. That's definitely going to be true again with Biden, like 100%. Um, with incomes, so this is like, this is, this is your, this is your uh, you know, your, I guess your proletariat versus elite, et cetera, right? Every single income demographic, Clinton won by at least 10 points. So income under 50%, Clinton won. Income but under 100%, under 100, did I say under 50%? Under 50,000. Yeah. Income under 100,000, she won. Income over 100,000, she won. So that's something. So I guess I'm just saying that like, if you actually look at the data, a lot of the narrative around like the people versus elites breaks down in terms of how people actually voted. You know, take, take from that what you will. But I think mm -hmm. that's going to be true again with Sanders. Um, now, the, uh, um, the whole rural thing, I think, is, is, the whole, is the story of this primary. Because you would have expected it to be Biden is very much like Clinton um, in terms of policy. He's actually a bit left of where Clinton was last time around. And that's a symptom of the fact that the party has moved left. And that's, that's uh, Sanders' victory there, right? But the fact that he won rural voters... Um, is that's news. That's interesting because that's a, that's, that's how it differs from the last time, last time around. So I think Biden's going to win by a larger margin, a larger margin overall. Um, and, and Sanders will only have won very young people who, who vote what, like maybe 12 or 15% of people of young people actually bother to vote in a primary. So you can't win an election. You can't win the Democratic primary without Democrats and without people over 30. <laughs> you can't win in a, a primary losing urban voters and rural voters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, so I, like next time people tell you that Sanders lost because of some big conspiracy, no, he lost because he ran a terrible campaign with terrible strategy. He made no effort to expand his base. He was gambling that he would get 30 to 40% like he did last time, and it turns out he only got about 25% reliably, and you just can't win a primary with 25%. <laughs> um, I, like, in the, in, let me caveat that. Like, I think it's, I think the postmortem, like, I think the postmortem is, is important so that we can put it to bed. I think those numbers are really important because people don't know them. Um, you know, Bernie Sanders wasn't close in 2015, and it's not close now, right? You can't put your finger on the scale and 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 have it make that much of a difference. That's just a that's just a fact. Uh, he just ran. I mean, unless campaign. unless you're a conspiracy theorist who thinks that they literally threw away votes or something. And here's that. the thing: let me just be super clear. If you're a conspiracy theorist, I never want to talk to you ever <laughs> about anything. Um, I have no time for them at all. Uh, and honestly, this is the thing: like, I'm five G causes causes coronavirus. Motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm a person who's trying to learn more in the world, right? I want to have interactions with people like Rio, people who are smarter than me, people who are trying to learn themselves. And when people come at me with conspiracy theories, I learn one important thing about them right off the bat: they cannot onboard new information in a way that is rational, logical, or useful to anyone, let alone me. And so they're done. Like, do you want to fucking, you know, watch TV later? No. Do you want to go get beers? No. I never want to fucking talk to you again. Like, yeah, no, I mean, it really is. It is, it, is the, it is the exact equivalent of people who believe that Trump won the popular vote because three million illegals voted. There's yeah. no evidence for it. They're like, okay, so if you, if you choose to believe something just because it makes you feel good, right? Or if you lower your standards for what you consider evidence so low because you want to believe it that much, it's just not logical. <laughs> 
no, it's it's not. And again, like if you want to go start a like uh, I'm a fucking idiot. Five G caused coronavirus conspiracy theory website. Go with God. Enjoy that. Just you know, you're not gonna talk to me. That's, no, like, I mean, actually, the there is there is one there is one last um, observation which I think is really interesting about about this primary and the last one. In both both of them, Sanders did very well in caucuses, and he did very well in states that had uh, open primaries where non Democrats could vote. So that's that's interesting, right? So oh, you could yeah. you know you could argue that I suppose if you want to have more influence from outside the party on the Democratic Party, then you should have more. Well, and um, you know so how the most active and informed and engaged people think is very different from how the average person thinks. And so, right. if you were to nominate somebody who was loved by those people, it's not necessarily going to translate to regular folks voting for you in the general election. So that's it, something to take, to take into consideration. It's interesting, and I think I think caucuses are are dead now anyway as a as a thing. Um, Maybe. Yeah, nobody's nobody's gonna want to. I don't want to do that now. That. I like filling no, out my ballot I, I love, in California right. and mailing it in. You know, that's yeah. a, it's easy. Honestly, and this one step, and this is why Trump is willing to let the post office go bankrupt so that they don't have to do mail in ballots and 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 you know literally kill hundreds of thousands of Americans with coronavirus, which he's completely and totally okay with doing. Um, and that might sound hyperbolic. It's just a fucking fact. If we had national mail in voting right now. Democrats would never lose an election. Well, you know, the way I would characterize that is the parties would have to change, right? Your, your strategy would shift, right? right. Like Republicans wouldn't just assholes. give up and say, oh, well, I guess we're just never going to win again. They would right. start reaching out to different groups of people. They would say, gosh, we really need to get back those soccer moms in the suburbs, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That kind of thing. Maybe, but like, maybe there is enough even, white even, nationalists. Even with all of the... Um, systemic advantages that they have due to the electoral college and the, the and congress yeah. um re, re, smart republican leadership are already worried about the fact that the, their current strategy is not sustainable you can't yeah, keep well, winning yeah. by losing more and more demographics yeah agreed and uh is there anything else we need to say about current events <laughs> oh, in, in case anyone is <laughs> listening to this in 10 years there's a pandemic on and we're all gonna die <laughs> And Trump is is trying to reopen the economy prematurely. Did you see the latest uh, the emails that came out today? Which ones? The ones so. where he's like, so you know, I've been saying he was warned in January. Yada yada. Oh yada, yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Bunch yeah. of, okay, so the bunch of bunch of things about that, but the actual emails came out and the 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 process chains where he's saying, like, listen, why don't we? Because he, he was trying to tell everyone we should do what England started doing. Um, which is just like, why don't we just let it, you know, wash over them? And they kept telling him, like, that's going to kill a couple million people. Yeah, but the economy is going to be fine. Like, literally, like, overtly, sociopathically saying, a mi why is a million people, a million people die all the time? What the fuck is the problem? God. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, um, boy. Oh, yeah, oh boy. Yeah, I saw, um, I guess, like, um, Kentucky and Tennessee are very similar demographically. Uh, yeah. But Kentucky um, started like policy to respond much earlier than Tennessee, yep. and Tennessee now has four times as many people who are infected with this deadly virus. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and and by the way, it's not like it's not like Tennessee isn't infringing upon temporarily infringing upon people's um, ability to go outside and so forth. They're doing it. They like there it was later. no getting out of it. Every state has now done it, and the reason is because it had to be done. 
And if we had done it sooner, it would have worked better and therefore it wouldn't have had to go on as long. We would actually have saved money in the economy by doing it sooner. Yeah, Trump Trump could have saved the economy like yeah, but full, like this full, is this is the thing about him. He's more concerned about the surface, like how things look on the surface, like yeah. PR for his brand, his personal brand, than he is about real life, right? Yeah, well, so like the, the think, stock market yeah. would be better in real life if he yep. had done this sooner, or yes. really at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, he could have he could have kept it by and honestly, because he he wants to pwn um any anything that Obama did. You you could never even allow that to be entered into into the record, right? So he has to cancel all that stuff um, and, and is so used to just automatically want to fucking happy talk his way through literally every moment of his fucking life. You know, that's a, that that's a good point. He couldn't say anything hard. About. He couldn't say anything hard in January. And if he did, yeah. the markets would have maybe lost five, 10%. We would have been on South Korea's track. Like this was a yes. doable thing. That's what this drives is, me this, nuts. This is what anybody other than Trump would have done. Not just, yeah. not just Clinton or Romney Obama or as Biden. a good example. Romney, Romney would, have would have been on have. this like right on right. John McCain, McCain would, have would have, right? 100%. Like, yep, I agreed. Mean, <laughs> Trump, and this is something people don't talk about often enough. He is so petty. He's so petty. He, he, he is motivated by just undoing everything Obama did because he got his feelings hurt when Obama made a joke about how he wouldn't be president one time. He, Which, he for the record, just was a, a really personal vendetta, joke. and he is, yeah, agreed, he is running the country based on a personal vendetta. That is, <sighs> I mean, it's just it's it's a nightmare. It's a psych. It's like it's a psychological nightmare. Yeah, it's not good. Oh my god! Moving forward is our gumbo. Boink. Thank you very much for listening to the Moving Forward podcast. Rio and I are so excited that the Humanity First movement is moving forward. Something you can do to help is go to movingforwardpod.com where you can find us on social media, read our blog, and support us on the Patreon. Right, Rio? Right. Are you classically trained, like on the guitar? <laughs> oh, this is for Nintendo. No, oh, I see I am, that. <laughs> I am unclassically trained. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm uh, hang out in a bus in the Arctic, very drunk, with like fucking Zinfandel wine in big bottles, like fucking like whatever the opposite of bougie. That was like underneath that is where I was white sin. White sin. Literally white. T- yes, that's exactly it. Yeah, yep. like the, the like a, a Karen wine. We didn't know back then that it was a Karen wine, but it fucking is. So, oh, I feel like I understand Karen so much more now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I basically hit out in a bus. You throw some ice cubes in there with your white sand. Is that cool or the? We, yeah, I lived I lived in the Arctic, throwing ice cubes in anything. Somewhere. Oh, yeah, that's true. You probably weren't by the pool either. <laughs> nope. There was there was uh, only one pool and it was inside. <clears throat> no, what you should have been drinking was bourbon. <laughs> yes, I, I, that was before my bourbon career, so I, yeah. I wasn't. Really... Yeah, that sounds like the perfect Arctic. Yeah, water drink. <laughs> we we drank Southern Comfort because we thought that would be a good idea. Okay. So much so that I can't drink it now because it makes me want to die. Well, you were you were a baby. How old were you? I was twenty one. 
Okay. Yeah. See, most people are drinking Jägermeister and you know, nobody drinks good stuff and they're 21. <laughs> That's true. It's almost, it's also a rule. Except, except my wife. Uh, so funny story. She went away to college and she actually called her mom from a, a college party crying. And, and her mom was like, what's wrong? And Talia says, Mom, did you know there's such thing as bad champagne? <laughs> <laughs> and then her mom later admitted to her that she made sure to only give her the good stuff when she was younger because she knew she wouldn't be able to afford it in college. And so it would keep her from becoming an alcoholic. That's insidious and probably genius. Super clever. <laughs> that, is, that is clever. That is clever. Or at least like, keep her from like partying too much in college. Right, right, right. Like top of the hill, first, per, first uh, world problems. Like that's, that's how you deal with that. I'm only going to let you drive the $600,000 Maserati so that when you go to school, you, I, I don't think that, I don't think that it, no, it doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping we just let it sit there. Somebody might've thought like, because I said it authoritatively that oh. maybe it worked, but it just didn't. Yeah. Next time you do that, I'm just going to let it sit there and people will think it was so profound. It went over their right? heads. Yeah, and only yeah, you yeah. and I will know that it was. Yeah, terrible. exactly. <laughs> that that actually for dear listeners that happens all the time <clears throat> yeah and not just about jokes and half the stuff we say is bullshit no honestly half <laughs> half <laughs> I mean, we're just spouting our opinions off and people for some reason want to listen to it okay okay